Family from the Heart, episode number 30. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I'm excited about this week's episode because we have lots of feedback. Stephanie and I, well, actually, Stephanie, for the most part, has made some wonderful progress in decluttering our home. Stephanie, where shall we begin with this? I mean, there's so much to share. Let's start at the very beginning. All right. It's a very good place to start. Okay. And where my question is, where is the beginning? I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, we should first tell them that. You're not getting it. Is it like a TV show? No, a deer, a female deer. Uh, Ray, a drop of golden sun. It's the sound of music, Cliff. Okay. I'm so sorry. Forgive (sighs) me. Okay, I will. All right. So, Stephanie. Yes. Let's tell them about the book we're covering. Okay. This is uh, Too Much Stuff Part 4, I believe. Okay. But wh- where did we come up with this title? What are we doing? We are reading the book, Too Much Stuff, Decluttering Your Heart and Home by Catherine Porter. Mm-hmm. Love this book. And where did we buy that book? <gasps> From our great sponsor at Mardel.com. That's right. M-A-R-D-E-L.com. That's right. And of course, we have we did I'm, use it. I feel so special. I never get to say that. <laughs> You is that the first time that. you got I to say so. it? That is so cool. <laughs> on this show, I've talked about it on on Full Time Mom before, but cool. Well, it, it is Mardell.com, and of course, we did use the promo code GSPN absolutely in the checkout for ten percent off, and to let them know that hey, your sponsorship rocks absolutely. But can. anyway, uh, we are covering this book, and it's getting lots of feedback. It is. So, should we start with the feedback before we talk about? I think we should start with the feedback. You think so? Let's I do. do. Let's do that. So we're going to, if you haven't heard, I, I don't know, did we t- mention this in last week's Family from the Heart? If you haven't heard, gspn.tv, Cliff and Stephanie, we are all about building community with people. It's not, We love and, and our, we feel extremely called to provide entertaining, encouraging, inspirational, and informative content for you guys to consume on a weekly, daily basis. I mean, that that's really at the heart of what we're doing. But beyond that, there there is something we want to have you do, and that is to join the community, to connect with other people who, like us, have struggles and have triumphs on a daily basis, and and we all share our hopes, dreams, strengths, and also our weaknesses. It's all, I mean, it's all about authenticity, sharing who we are—the good, the bad, the ugly, the everything even the clutter in our homes. And I love that we interact with one another through our forum. And if you haven't been there, you need to go today, gspn.tv slash forum and register and get signed in and get connected with some other people. This is awesome stuff. Since the last time we spoke, I've created a special section of the forum for Family from the Heart, this podcast, the topics that we discuss, and I have some awesome stuff I want to share really quickly here. The first one is from Shannon Kay, and I will read this one, Okay, and I'll let you read from Sean next. Shannon Kay says, hey, I am loving this series. I didn't listen to Family from the Heart much before, but now I listen 
uh, as soon as the episode comes out. Rock on. Thank you so much for that. Since I got being mar- just married, Shannon, it would be really good to go back and listen to the five love languages series as well. Absolutely. And and start your marriage off in, in a very um, with great impact. Exactly. Exactly. And and I, I, I'm probably certain that. Well, I would say that she probably <laughs> has gone back. But if not, go back to episode number three. And start with uh, the five love languages. It is amazing. Anyway, she says, since I've gotten married about a month ago, I was able to clean out my old bedroom pretty aggressively to move my things to our apartment. This series couldn't have come at a better time since I have just started thinking about the economy of our space. So that was Shannon Kay. She's automatically being benefited by the informative mm-hmm. information about decluttering our hearts and our homes. Stephanie, what do we have next from Sean? Okay, this is from Sean. She says, I'm, I'm moving in two weeks to a much smaller house. And it was coming. I knew it was coming about a year ago. So I started doing major purging. I can't tell you how good it feels. I think I am... I think I will be able to get everything I own, except for the appliances and big furniture, into a 16 by 8 by 8 container. I'm going to try my hardest to keep my new house from being cluttered. Less is definitely more. Less is definitely more. Absolutely. Small is. is the new big, my friends. It is awesome. And I'm so glad, Sean, that you are... Um, experiencing some decluttering and that this has really got you mindful of that. There's nothing like, I mean, obviously, you know, many of us aren't moving, so we have to start where we are. Right. And we're going to talk about that in today's chapter that we're, we read. But for those of you who are just moving into a new place, what an awesome fresh start to get, you know, to, to go into it. Uh, so let's go on to Eric Fisher, who also okay. posted in our forum. And well, this is on a different topic. So do you want to go ahead and read? Um, oh, yeah. Michaela's on decluttering and then read Eric's on parenting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and do Michaela's. So why don't you read that one? Okay. I moved last year from a two story, three bedroom house with a garden and a garage to a one bedroom apartment with a study and a small balcony. I have to say, ju- this is just, that would be difficult. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. That would be difficult. Anyway. So, um, Okay, we got rid of some stuff, but I am still dealing with a lot of it about 16 months later. Did I say that this is from Michaela? Yes, Michaela from from Australia. (laughs) I started reading. I forgot if I said who it was. (laughs) Okay, we we lent the outdoor things to Steve's sister. Other furniture that we loved and had... And what? Okay, and was too good to get rid of. Um, we gave to Steve's parents, and I have sold lots of stuff on eBay. I am continuing to sell and to give things to charity. I am just realizing I still need to get rid of more furniture and rearrange stuff to make more space. I have learned a valuable lesson this year, also that sometimes the empty space is worth more to me than the item that used to be there. Just for my own sanity. I Let me just read that little part right there because this is so huge. She has learned a valuable lesson that sometimes the empty space is worth more than the item that used to be there. Absolutely. I love that. That is absolutely awesome. 
So, so Michaela, thank you for that. And of course, now let me go on to Eric Fisher. He left some awesome feedback as well. He says, uh, this is for the uh, parenting series that we right, did we just before that. this. He says, my wife and I have been doing a class at our church for the past six weeks with two more weeks left to go. We have been following this video series called Parenting is Heart Work. Um, the premise is simple. Trying to change your child's behavior only may yield some results, but if you are in it for the long haul, you must reach the child's heart. Absolutely. Here is an excerpt, and you want to read the excerpt, Stephanie? Sure. the The most complete parenting, right? The most complete parenting solutions focus on the heart of a child. Um, Doctor Scott Taransky, Taransky, and Joanne Miller, um, RN, stu- studied seven hundred seven hundred fifty times the word heart. <laughs> studied 750 times the word heart is used in the Bible and asked the question, what is the heart and how can parents have a heart-based approach as they work with their children? The results are fascinating. Cool. Here is the link in case anyone is interested. We have found that things don't necessarily get easier, but we are seeing progress with our daughter and I see a change of heart inside myself and my wife as well. Hope all is what uh, hope this helps any parents out there who need it. And then he, it's biblicalparenting.org. And of course, you can find all of these uh, comments in the family from the heart section of the forum over at gspn.tv slash forum. And two things or two things I want to point out. Number one, it, it's just a coincidence that all four of those members that posted are plus members. And so yes, we want to say thank you from the bottom of our heart for being plus members and supporting what we're doing here. Not only that, but if you have heard these names, you you know, we talk about Michaela, we talk about Eric Fisher, uh, we talk about Shannon and Sean, or if you ever hear us mention these names, you can put faces to these names in the form because the, you got the avatars in there and people are, it's just a lot of fun. And we invite you to come take a part of the community over at gspn.tv slash forum. I was just going to comment, um, similar to, to Eric is that we have always, we haven't always, we know in our heads that we should, uh, and we try to always, um, teach our children the moral reason why not to do something which goes along with the heart training because if you just continually tell your kids no they can't do that no they can't do that but not explain why they can't do that mm-hmm. then when they're alone they'll never be able to make the the they'll never the, be able the, to decision on their own right they'll and, never be able to and they won't be able to apply it to other situations absolutely. where those things are applicable right because they're different and if we're just telling people don't run in the church well, they might still go and and run recklessly through a different the place, grocery store or, or a funeral home or exactly. someplace else. It's like it, it's a, it's an issue of respect and being mindful of other people and not knocking people down and and causing harm and stuff right. like that. So it's the moral reason why is what we need to teach them, not just correcting the behavior. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Stephanie, we are reading. What's this chapter that we're on? Chapter five. Okay. Plan your attack. I like the language. Love the language because it is an attack. Before you read any of it, okay. can, can you give us an update on our attack? Okay. Or more so <laughs> your attack. It is. I've been helping. You, yeah. you have been helping. I've been doing some dishes. You haven't been. You have been doing some dishes. <laughs> uh, you haven't. You have not been decluttering. No. But you have been helping keep clean the part that the house this is whole. correct stephanie's been so doing been the doing attack the, plan yeah so, but you have been 
being very good at, at helping with the normal everyday mundane things right can go unattended in my attack to declutter. Yes. So anyway, um, thank you for that. And I want to say right now, I've, I've well, let's see how it holds up after this bet is done. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> for those of you who, who don't know, um, two weeks ago on our doctor who podcast, Cliff wagered a bet with me that he would do the dishes for 10 days. If I could tell him what TARDIS stands for. And those of you who, you know, don't know Doctor Who or have any idea what that is, um, the TARDIS is the little blue box that he travels around in, which happens to stand for time and relative dimension in space. <laughs> and so guess who's been doing the dishes for the last 10 days? <laughs> with uh, two days left. That's right. Today and tomorrow. Exactly. So anyway, uh, it's been definitely a lot of fun. And we have been, uh, you know, the house has been clean. And I took some pictures the other day from the hallway uh-huh. of Megan and McKenna's room. And I took a picture of Matt's room. And these, I mean, you, you look at these pictures like this. I, I didn't get before so we pictures. we didn't get a before picture. I, I wish done I, that. I wish we got a, would have got before pictures. But just the look at these, it, it's it's like, that's our house. You know, those are our kids' rooms. It feels that way And it's not that the kids' rooms were always dirty, but I'm talking about even when the kids' rooms were clean before and tidy and picked up, it was just too much stuff. Right. That's what I'm getting at. And so last week we shared that, that, so last week we shared that over the weekend, before that, I had started in the girls' room, which you thought was really out of whack, that it made no sense to start there. But my theory was that, it was the place with the most clutter and that it was the place that that the that most of the items came from that messed up the rest of our house. Right. So have you noticed that how starting there has has helped the rest of the house, like the living room and the kitchen are staying cleaner? Yeah. Because McKenna has less things to drag out. Exactly. I so have noticed that. I'll I'll take that you were right anytime. Now. <laughs> Congratulations. You did an <laughs> awesome kidding. job. No, seriously, you really have and you deserve it. Thanks. And I want to say I if if I got to remember, I know I've got so many things on my to do right. list already today. But if I don't do this, I'm going to ask you guys to go to the forum uh, one way or the other. Go to the forum, gspn.tv slash forum. Go to the family from the heart section. And then there is a whole thread devoted to too much stuff, decluttering mm-hmm. your heart and home. Go there. I have two pictures on my iPhone that I took. And I wanted I want to post those pictures in the form for you to see. Now, by the time that you are listening to this episode, meaning that it's out there and it's and it's available for you to listen. If when you go to the form, it's not there. All you have to do is put a little message in that in that threaded conversation. Hit reply and say, hey, Cliff, where's the pictures? Right. I will see that. And that will clue me in that oh, I forgot to put the pictures in. So remind me, I want to show you these pictures. I'm telling you, it is amazing what decluttering your home can do. So the girls room and Matt's room is finished. I've I've done. um I did our dresser. I went through our dresser and I threw a bunch of stuff away, which I'll talk about in this in this chapter because something she said just really um I was glad that she said it because it put my it put my mind at ease. Um so I've I've cleaned out our closet and now there are some things in our bedroom that came out of the closet that I need to go through. So I'll probably finish that up sometime today. By the end of of today, Tomorrow afternoon, at the latest, we should own our bedroom again. That is awesome. So, that is my safe haven. 
Well, and we're going to read about that right. in a minute. So. so go ahead and read that for us, will you? Okay. Read well, some I'm going to start chapter five. This was a really good chapter. I highlighted more in this than I have in the whole book so far. Um, she starts off each chapter with a quote from another author. So I'm going to read the quote and then I'll tell you where it originally came from. Um, but I love this quote. It just really, I read it last week as we were finishing up. I was just kind of peeking ahead and and really loved it. Okay. We have more things per person than any other nation in history. Closets are full. Storage space is used up and cars don't fit into garages. Having first imprisoned us with debt, possessions then take over our houses and occupy our time. This begins to sound like an invasion. Everything I own owns me. Why would I want more? And let me flip to the back and I'll tell you. That comes from Richard Swenson in um, The Overload Syndrome, Learning to Live Within Your Limits. Right. It's found on page 86. Our (laughs) possessions start owning us. Everything I own owns me. And I love how clearly it's first it imprisons us with debt. Yes. Then it takes over our house and our time. You know, and, and and I think about all the stuff that I have purchased over the years that I use one or two times and then I and I thought I couldn't live without it. And 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 it and, and we're going to talk about this. It kind of filled some kind of emotional hurt or need right. or pain and it's like it took my mind off of it and it gave me that feel good feeling for a while. But then after just a couple weeks I lose all interest and it becomes clutter. Not only just clutter, but it becomes something I'm still paying for years down the road right. of course we don't do anything we more don't do that anymore because we don't have that debt anymore right. praise the lord but and and <laughs> which and, is a whole nother podcast <laughs> and thank god for dave ramsey so but anyway it it is something that is just like man that is so awesome it really is it is it, it so yeah it imprisons us with debt and it owns us mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing go ahead so i i love the way that she starts off the, the chapter she starts off talking about um her baby's nursery and how it was hidden amid bags and boxes and bins of stuff and it was just completely packed full and with the delivery date coming up she had to go through that stuff and i remember okay megan slept in our room until she was two because her room was so cluttered with stuff it that that room in our home was was like the junk drawer <laughs> well technically speaking it wasn't her room yet well, it was no, something... we had went in and we put up border remember yeah no before <laughs> she was started, born yeah but ha- what happened but, is yeah. before she was born and so it became her room but of course there right purposely it... we chose to let her sleep in our room for a first couple months and during that period of time it had accumulated the clutter exactly. to where it never became time to move her in there right it, it didn't and then our basement flooded and so we had to take everything that was in the basement and it was it was all oh that's what happened we should find those pictures because y'all want to talk about some clutter oh my gosh we couldn't move we had um, a couple of chapters ago she talked about her mom's house and how there was a path from the couch to the door and from you know the couch to the kitchen and everything else was boxes and that's how our house was at that time until we got our because our our basement was finished so we had furniture and and a bedroom down there and toys and everything and all that stuff had to come up into the living space and yep oh it was it was that it was, was a terrible fun. time. It, it it wasn't the fun the first time, but the second time wasn't. It was even less was, fun. Yeah, 
<laughs> Actually, I think the second time was when everything had to come up. Okay. Because that's when we had to replace the carpet and the padding. Gotcha. The first time it was sal- salvageable. Okay. Salvageable. You like that? I like that. <laughs> All right. Um, for each load of laundry I completed, another pile of clothes continued to grow lurking in an overflowing hamper. Mm-hmm. This is the story of my life. <laughs> Which you've gotten, I must say, I've been, I, t- I took a picture of your to-do list yesterday. Okay. I, I should post that in, in the forum as well. <laughs> Why? Just because it, it just, I, you have laundry, laundry, laundry. That's so, I, I went in, well, the Explain reason, I, the reason I do that is because I went in and I cleaned the girl's room and I, I took all of their laundry out and dropped it down in front of the laundry room, went in, cleaned their room started a load of laundry, mm-hmm. went up, cleaned Matthew's room, changed the laundry, went up and did my next t- task, came down, changed the laundry. That way I'm not forgetting it in the washer. I'm continually right. remembering to change the laundry. It's, it, it's funny. I mean, whatever works, you know, it works it's whatever works. <laughs> so let's move on to the next okay. quote because it, that's true. It's just like, it seems like no matter how much you do, it yeah. it's always seems to keep going. But you had some more that that's in this chapter you wanted to I share. Did. She, she talks about um, taking inventory. When you're planning your attack, take inventory. And she asks a couple questions um, about helping others and your shopping habits and books. And um, the last question that she asks, is your calendar constantly full? Countless activities once erupted from my calendar. I had something scheduled for almost every day except cleaning. And Cliff and I have lived like that before where you're constantly on the go. You're never home. And at the end of the day, you don't have the time or the energy to clean your house. And I have found, especially in recent, I mean, I'm we're still busy people. You mm-hmm. know, we have three kids running them here and there. And there are three days a week where... I'm on the go all day long. Um, Monday and Tuesday are really my only cleaning days, you know, and Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, I'm, I'm running here and there all day long. And when we are running all the time mm-hmm. is when our house is the messiest. Yes. Because you come in, you drop your stuff, you go, you come in, you drop yourself and go, but you're never here long enough to clean up the stuff that you're dropping off. So how does taking inventory help with that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Taking inventory of your activities and is. Ah, is that what she's saying? That's right. It's the calendar thing. Well, that's the one that I chose to talk about. In in other areas. Yeah. Make a list of your activities and prioritize them. Right. And um, one thing that I have done is I have a mission statement for my life. And do you have it now? Not written out in front of me. Don't ask me to share it. Okay. But I can bring it next week. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. I have a mission statement for my life. And my if my activities do not fish, fit my mission statement, mm-hmm. they have to go. Have you heard the new mission? St- I'm sorry. I don't mean to take. No, no. That I was done. Okay. Um, d- have you heard the new mission statement that we've come up with? Uh, well, you and I have been working on it together, but I, I kind of finalized it into something. Can I share it with you? Yeah. Uh, this is very, very cool. It's, it's who are Cliff and Stephanie or okay. basically what is GSPN.TV? Uh, we are an average American married couple with young children. We are passionate about sharing our lives in an authentic and completely unscripted way. Like you, we face many struggles and triumphs every day. We hope to be an authentic source of entertainment, encouragement, inspiration, and information as we share our hopes, fears, strengths, and even our weaknesses. 
With us, you get it all. And you are not alone. Uh, We are committed to building a community where relationships are formed and built upon shared passions. In the gspn.tv community, you will develop friendships with others who either share your enjoyment of a favorite television show, the latest technology and gadgetry, or who people who are uh, ready to get serious about finding a balance in life and learning how to do relationships better. All of this with a genuine faith that is deeply rooted, yet never overpowering in all that we do. Cool. How cool is that? That See, is really cool. I, I want to tell you, I'm I'm all about having mission and 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 vision for who you are and what you want to be about, and not just in your business, not just in your stuff, but in your own personal life. And I, my personal mission is to always be. Uh, to, to do four things uh, with everything that I do, entertaining, educating, encouraging and inspiring. That's what my that's what my life is about. And that's to you as my wife, to my children, uh, to my friends. I want to be that I want to be a source of those four things to people around me. Right. And so I'm interested next week. I'd love to hear your mission statement. OK, cool. Cool. Not to put you on the spot or anything. I know, I know. Well, I kind of stopped you from that, didn't I? <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. So in, take take inventory. Find out where your clutter is coming from. What are you, what bad habits do you have that are that are contributing to your clutter? Um, the calendar is just one of the. I mean, she asks about clothes. She asks about books. Your shopping habits. Um, do you feel the need to store things for others? I mean, so she she covers the board there and then you make a ground rule make ground rules for your battle um set boundaries and this was this was a fun chapter or a fun section um you know it talks about offering for people to stay at your house and um you know is your house a storage facility for for (laughs) public use which was fun but we know from from the earlier chapters that she struggled with that that. and so that was a boundary for her but here was number three i'm going to read because this is something cliff and i mentioned earlier in this podcast about ourselves um i will not shop for fun leisure or to ease emotional pain if i don't see it i'm not tempted to buy it i will shop from lists whenever possible to avoid impulse buys or should i say impulse clutter I will not, I will also not use shopping as a mean to medicate a hurting heart. Exactly. You know, if, if you struggle from going out and shopping and buying things because you have a hurting heart, honestly, I really believe if you can surround yourselves with yourself with friends who love you and accept you for who you are, who are going to be there to encourage you and to inspire you, I, I can guarantee you that that alone is going to do massive, um, it, it's going to move you forward in your desire to break free from the chains of just medically going out, medical shopping. Right. I mean, it's, it's absolutely. It, no. And um, medical shopping was not something that I dealt with before we were married. But it's something that you struggled with. Mm-hmm. So I struggled with competitive shopping. Well, if he's going to get that, then by golly, I'm going to get something <laughs> of equal or greater value. <laughs> and thus, you know, $17,000 in debt later, yes. we finally decided to to get healthy and find a good, wheel, a good way to deal with our emotional baggage. That's right. And, so. and, and a lot of that is through good, wholesome, honest, real relationships. And you know what? There have been relationships that we've had over the years that don't 
that are not they're not real they're not honest they're not built on healthy you know communication and honestly they're like cancer and we have decided that there are certain people that you just need to cut out of life absolutely and and this book they're clutter they they are clutter i am not i'm i was just getting ready to say that i know you're joking but i'm serious <laughs> no i wasn't they, joking okay they are clutter <laughs> they are so we have to this is decluttering our heart and our homes absolutely and in, and just in the same way that we have to declutter our calendars and stuff like that we need to declutter our friends that's a good way to tie it back into the book because the last one the the last one she says are um when you're when you're scheduling long-term commitments Mm -hmm. you need to look at the hobbies and the commitments that you already have don't add a new one unless you're giving up an old one Mm -hmm. which is really good and um so i highlighted something here an overloaded schedule causes tiredness and burnout therefore i will seek balance carefully considering my goals and priorities when choosing good and best i will go for best absolutely so that's what's going on in the, is that everything in that book? No. Oh, okay. Oh, you no, still have, how I many, do. how many do you have? I, I'm almost done. Okay, okay. Consider a game plan. The best offense is a good defense. And then she I have talks to tinkle, about, that's why. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold it. I just thought I'd let you know. <laughs> Wait, too much information. Okay. Um, it's all unscripted. Set a, game, set a game plan. You get your defense and you get your offense. Obviously the best offense is a good defense. Um, get your name off mailing lists. Um, get your name on the no call list. Um, consider telemarketers as clutter sellers. I, I like that, that one. Clutter sellers. Um, this was a really good one. And I had a personal story that went along with it. Consider making your number off limits as a contact number when friends transition to new homes. Um, if there is one thing worse than a telemarketer calling you, it's a collector looking for your friend. I've learned that the hard way. Protect your friendships by protecting your privacy the privacy of your phone number. I had um, a sibling who gave my number out as a reference without contacting me. And shortly after I gave birth to Matthew, so I have a newborn and a two-year-old in my house, um, snow on the ground, and this collector is calling, stalking me, literally stalking me, wanting me to run all over Tarnation, looking for something that, that my sibling had, you know, not paid for. And I refuse to do it. It's not my responsibility. He did not ask me to use my name and I am not going to give you the help that you are asking for. Right. Absolutely. I I protected my, my time in that way. Um, so here is earlier. I referenced that. I'm so glad that she wrote something in this book. So after you set your defense and your offense, here's your offense. The first pass toss trash. Love that, which I've been doing. I've been tossing a lot of trash. Um, and in that, she says, if selling or donating unwanting, unwanted items means they will be sticking around more than a week, don't hesitate to put them in the trash. And that's something that I did yesterday when I was cleaning out our dresser. There were things in there that could have been given away. But honestly, right now, I don't have the time to take them to where they need to go. So I didn't hesitate to throw them away. Right. I, I'm... The, the only thing I would say it, to to counter that is that if it's at all possible, do try to find a way to fit that in, to, to give it away to somebody else that, that could use them. But okay. I, I, I understand what you're saying. The, okay. Some of the clothes and stuff yeah. like that, they've been worn exactly. several times. But but some of the other things. And they're out of date. Yeah. Clearly. You know, nobody's going to want the dress that I wore for graduation. <laughs> no. 
12 years ago. You know, no, nobody's going to want that dress. I don't even know why I still have it. <laughs> but it was in the bottom drawer of our dresser. Right. Don't know why I still have so. it. Okay. Um, the second pass, group friends. Put all the pictures together. Put all the papers together. You know, um, put everything sort it together and then find it a home or it leaves your home um sort and organize and you just once you get to the sort and organize that's something that you continually do right um to to keep your home from from being decluttered let the battle begin start with the kitchen and the bathroom which i thought was a really cool idea because if no other room in your house is clean at least get reasonably clean the rooms where you clean yourself and cook your food there you go that is just great stuff there um and then move to your bedroom and here is why this is the room where we dream about the future think about what we value reflect on life and rejuvenate our bodies and minds before facing the day and then start on the common areas Awesome. And of course, we shared, we obviously shared a lot from this chapter. However, I'm winded now. You made me talk so fast. (laughs) But the thing is, is is we have not even, I mean, we just barely glossed over and brought you some highlights from this chapter. This book is awesome. And uh, rather than do my own little uh, host read sponsorship, (laughs) you know, talk about Mardell, I know we kind of touched on it in the beginning, but listen to this. This is an awesome piece of feedback that came from Chris in Cape Cod. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Chris from Cape Cod. Um, Just wanted to call in about Family from the Hot podcast. I love that podcast, and um, you're reading um, Too Much Clutter. And I just want, like yesterday, I cleaned out my garage. It looks absolutely beautiful, but I just wanted to warn you that it seems like the family, as soon as something is cleaned up, and all of a sudden there's empty spaces, it's almost like they're like, wow, I can use this space for something. Mm-hmm. you got to put your foot down and say, no, it's clean. It's going to stay like that. But anyways, I got the book from uh, Mardell, and this is the second time I've ordered for the, from them. They are awesome. I get the book within under a week. And I've always ordered from, like, Amazon. It takes so long to get my books and been very happy with them. And um, and that's about it. Going home to watch the Fox. All right. I will talk to you later. Bye. All right. Thank That's you awesome. so much, Chris. Our Mar- garage is going to happen this weekend. You know that, right? No, is it on? I didn't see that on the calendar. Well, I'm putting it on the calendar. <laughs> I need to park my van in there. Thank you, Chris, for your feedback. Mardell.com is the sponsor of this podcast. They make it happen. And go there, buy all your Christian books and stuff like that, including too much stuff. Link to it over at gspn.tv. Or actually, no, familyfromtheheart.com. And uh, say and oh, use the promo code GSPN at the checkout, and you get 10% off, and you let them know that you heard about them through us. And not only that, but we'll see you in the forum as you join, join the, the community. community.